Hi there, this is How to Choose, the show that helps you make better decisions and improve your judgment. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ken. And I'm Tessa. In this, our first season of How to Choose, we're covering some of the common obstacles that impede good decision making and how to overcome them. So last episode, we looked at making the decision to stick it out or to cut your losses. And in today's episode, we'll be looking at making good habits that actually stick. Awesome. So Ken, how many decisions do you think you make a day? Well, look, Tess, I have heard some different estimates on this one, but I know it is a surprisingly large number, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, some sources say that it's as many as 35,000 a day. Wow. That is pretty extraordinary. Um, But I guess we do make a lot of little decisions, don't we? Yeah, it does seem pretty incredible, but not all of these decisions are life-changing. Think of lying in bed and your alarm goes off. Do you hit snooze or jump out of bed? Do you take a vitamin on your bedside table? Do you floss before brushing? Which side of your mouth do you brush first? Do you use mouthwash? How long do you wash your face for? Do you leave the toilet seat up or down? You get the idea. Right. So you could almost say that Every time we do something where there is an option, Mm. um, we're making a decision. Yes. It doesn't matter if they're conscious or uh, subconscious. Now, you can imagine the state of your brain if you did have to consciously think about each of these tiny decisions. But thankfully, most of these decisions have already become a habit. So they don't take brain power. We just do it. But habits aren't always easy to form, as anyone who has dieted or started a new exercise regime can attest to. Have you had any failed goals recently, Ken? Well, as you'll recall, Tess, last episode, we talked about my fitness goals and the reputational element of making those goals public. So I will say that I seem to be generally doing okay with sticking to my goals. I'm not sure if that's because I'm getting more disciplined or maybe I'm just not setting many goals anymore. Um, But I've certainly started and abandoned my share of New Year's resolutions over the years. And look, our Canberran listeners can help you out, Ken, and ask you how you're going when Uh, they see you pounding the streets. Excellent. Excellent. I'm looking forward to being harassed. Thank you, Tessa. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a big part of why we fail to achieve our goals is that we haven't managed to go from the conscious decision making into the unconscious or habit stage. If you wake up and think, do I feel like a run? Then it's definitely not a habit Mm. and you're less likely to stick to it. Today, we'll talk about the power of habits for success two books on habits, and some advice from Jerry Seinfeld. Warren Buffett reportedly has McDonald's every morning for breakfast. Obama would only allow himself seven almonds at night, and Steve Jobs wore a black turtleneck, Levi's, and sneakers every single day. Yeah, wow. So there are some pretty ingrained habits. Is it true that that almond thing turned out to be a bit of an exaggeration? Yeah, it was um, actually just a joke um, that someone made about how disciplined he was about snacks in the evening. Yeah, he wouldn't actually count them out, but he also wouldn't have chips or chocolate. He was disciplined about food. Got it. And the point is not that successful people are weird or anal, but that they form habits to free them up to concentrate on the important things, like making billions and inventing Apple. Mm. Yeah. So, Ken, you do have something in common with these lauded individuals, don't you? Well, I'm not rich or famous, so maybe not much, but um, I do have a couple of those so-called pattern behaviours that simplify my life. One of them, I'm a little embarrassed to say, um, is my- Don't be (laughs) Ken. Thanks. I'm amongst friends. Um, One is my breakfast. So I eat the same breakfast every weekday at almost exactly the same time. And it's three Vitabrits with a generous shake of homemade muesli, half a chopped banana, 
and soy milk. So making breakfast is quick and easy, but also healthy and tasty. So it's, it's tick, 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 tick. Nice. Well, maybe Warren Buffett actually should copy you and choose a healthier breakfast to have as his morning habit. Mm. Uh, a lot of people see people who have good habits as just having a lot of willpower and those who can't stick to things as being lazy. But good habits actually allow you to be lazy. Mm. Having to consciously decide to stick to things takes a lot of energy and will. If you can create habits, you are actually using less willpower, which means you can save that energy for getting better at saying no to the chocolate after dinner. Oh, that's I love that quote. That's like a T-shirt quote there, Tess. Good habits actually allow you to be lazy. <laughs> okay, I'm sold. So how do I get better at making habits? We're going to go into two theories today. The first is BJ Fogg's tiny habits behavior model. And the second is a four-step pattern that James Clear writes about in Atomic Habits. So tiny habits sounds really interesting. What's that all about? Yeah, the crux of this one is the acronym BMAP, which stands for Behavior, Motivation, Ability, Prompt. Let's try it out on you, Ken. What do you want to change? And be very specific. Well, test so many things, um, but let's say, uh, look, I'd like to get a bit stronger. Perfect. Now let's brainstorm specific behaviors that are part of that. To build muscle, you could do more push-ups. You could join a gym. You could hire a personal trainer. You could even take steroids. Right. <laughs> um, now you want to pick something that you are highly motivated to do that is still within your ability. The easier, the better. Well, look, realistically, push-ups are probably the easiest one. Um, they don't require any equipment. Um, so how about push-ups? Yep, very good choice. Now here's the tiny part. We're going to get you doing just one push-up. We just need a prompt. What's something that you do all the time that could trigger the push-up? Well, look, I drink a lot of tea. Perfect, drinking tea, and also that leads to peeing. So you've got yes, great two, two, two good prompts two there. Prompts. <laughs> so every time you have a cup of tea or pee, you have to do one push-up. Right. Now, you're going to do that for one whole week, and then next week you're going to do two push-ups each time and then keep building. Um, although you obviously have to stop at some point. You don't need to get to <laughs> a 1,000 push-ups before each bathroom break. Gotcha. That's good to know. <laughs> so that's basically the theory in practice. Start small and grow. Maybe you're only allowed to watch the TV when you're on the treadmill. Or before you can check your phone, you have to do one stretch. Now, I'm going to challenge our listeners to instigate one tiny habit today and tell us how you go. Yeah, excellent. That's good. Well, you can tell us how you go. I mean, drop us a, a message on Facebook or um, at our email address as well. Um, and look, it's it's interesting because I know the push-up challenge that comes around every year mm. involves doing hundreds of push-ups each day. So, this doesn't sound like much, but I like the concept that it's just a little habit. You start small and then you build up and it accumulates, especially if you drink a lot of tea. Yes. Yeah. Very achievable. Or if you're incontinent. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, that all seems very manageable. Um, what's Atomic Habits all about? James says to form habits, you must make them obvious, attractive, easy, and satisfying. So you want to drink more water? Make it obvious. Put a bottle of water on your desk. Make it attractive. Add some slices of lemon or some mint. Make it easy. Prepare three bottles the night before and put them in the fridge. Make it satisfying. Mark an X on your calendar every day you get through the three bottles. Okay, Ken, another one for you. What habit are we going to work on this time? Well, look, this is a bit of a boring one, but I would like to get better at keeping our kitchen clean and tidy. Oh, nice. Very practical. Well, let's make that obvious. What's a very basic thing that will remind you each morning when you come down to the kitchen? Well, I could leave the broom out somewhere on the floor in the kitchen. Yeah, something where you literally are stumbling over it. It'll be very clear <laughs> what your job is to do 
first thing that morning. Excellent. Um, how can we make this chore more attractive? Let's maybe look at your special breakfast. Okay. Well, how about I don't get the banana until, <laughs> until I clean? I think that's a great one. You're going to have boring old Vitabrits with no sliced banana if I, you don't do the clean first. I kind of feel like we're training a chimp now, aren't we, really? Yeah. Um, now, how can we make it easy for you? Uh, well, look, we're always running out of cleaning uh, stuff. So maybe we always have the cleaning supplies, like make sure I've got cloths and some sort of spray. That's perfect. You don't want any impediments to, to this habit formation. You want to be able to just do it straight away. Yep. Now, what about satisfying? Look, I'm a big fan of ticking the box. Yep. So I think something like just on the calendar maybe where I could tick the box each day, um, have a bit of a chart. Yep, perfect. Now we're going to pimp that habit, Ken. We're going to do something they call habit stacking. Ooh. So now every time you tidy the kitchen, we're going to trigger a new habit. What's another thing that you could link to tidying the kitchen? Uh, well, I'm looking around. I can see some of our plants look a little droopy. So mm. maybe watering the plants or checking on their health. That's a great idea. So now this is an advanced habit-making process, and you'd only do it once you've really got that first one to stick, but then you would do something to link that next habit and trigger you to go and water the plants once you finish tidying the kitchen. Right. So this is something for more advanced primates, so not your, not your simple monkey. It's maybe like a chimp or something. Exactly. Very yeah. good point. Yeah. Yes. You could add the banana, you know, a quarter of a banana for breakfast, quarter for watering the plants. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I found a habit tracker very satisfying when implementing a range of habits after doing the free Yale course called The Science of Wellbeing, and I'll have a link to that in our show notes. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it was really good. I definitely recommend it. But part of the course was making the habit to do things that increase your well-being, like meditation, savoring the moment, and having gratitude. I downloaded the free app, which you could track your progress against each habit. And I just found it so motivating, a bit like you and, um, you know, ticking the box, Ken, yep. to see how many days in a row I was sticking to it. And this leads us to the Jerry Seinfeld quote that I told you about at the start of the episode. Oh, I was wondering if you'd come back to that <laughs> one. Yeah. So Jerry Seinfeld's advice to wannabe comedians yep. was very simple. Don't break the chain. Mm. He marked his calendar with a big X every day he came up with a joke. Soon his goal was to not break the chain and not breaking this streak is actually what kept him going. My partner is actually doing this with Duolingo for Spanish at the moment. He's up to 130 days straight. Wow. Yeah, and so even if it's at 11.30 and he's exhausted, he makes himself do it. He doesn't want to break his streak. Oh, look, I've got a, another example of this that's really uh, interesting as well. So uh, my partner uh, has a function on her watch that measures her steps, like a lot of people, uh, but it also tells her what how many days in a row she's been doing it for. And I have been amazed to see how motivated she is to not break that streak. Mm. So it, she injured herself playing soccer a while back. She couldn't play soccer. Her leg was quite sore, but she got out and did her steps. And today she is in bed sick with COVID, uh, but managed to pull herself out of bed couldn't leave the house or the well, couldn't leave the yard, but managed to get her steps up in the backyard um, and then went back to bed and fell asleep again. <laughs> but it was pretty impressive, really. Yeah, I mean, that is a perfect example of a really solid habit because if it wasn't a habit, as soon as anything got hard, she wouldn't do it. But because it's a really a habit that's stuck and she's doing that, not breaking the chain, she's so motivated. Yeah, all right. Well, look, I'm motivated now. I'm going to establish a daily cleaning streak in the kitchen. Uh, I'm excited to hear how you go, Ken, but also how our listeners go. Uh, please tell us the habits that you've started and if you've been able to stick to them. You know, 
Some other you know, suggestions that might make it easier, you could put your running clothes out the night before. You could have a meal before you go to the supermarket so you don't impulse buy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're not allowed to take the lift if it's three, fours or less to go up. There's so much possibility. Yeah, that's great. So making some rules there, but it's all about making it uh, easier for yourself there, isn't it? Which yep. is a good start. And I found that with running um, that even the act of getting into my running clothes I feel like that's got me half the way out the door and running. Yeah, exactly. So, You're yeah. embarrassed to be an active wearer and not doing <laughs> activity. That's right. <laughs> Unlike many other people, but yeah, I am. Now, listen, you found two quotes to help motivate everyone, Tess. The first is by leadership expert John Maxwell, and I love this one. Um, it's, life is a matter of choices and every choice you make makes you. Yep. It's, yeah, very simple, but... Uh, very profound. Now, the other, and sorry to be a bit corny and quote Gandhi, I um, love Gandhi. but I think it's very accurate um, yep. and pertinent to our, our topic today. Your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, mm. your habits become your values, and your values become your destiny. Yeah, very profound. And it's, look, there is no doubt that your habits are the things that will change your life. And I think we've talked about this already, that idea that most meaningful goals require persistence. Mm. There's very few meaningful things you can achieve in life that you can do in one session. Um, Most things require that repetition, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a musician, um, whatever you want to achieve. And it's that habit, right? Completely agree. I I don't think you could look at any successful person and – they wouldn't have good habits. You know, the, the only way you're getting there is by being disciplined and one, forming those good habits to make your life easier, but also the habits give you more time to think and to have more motivation to do those other things that kind of freeing up the brain power too. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us in today's episode. We've learned all about habits and how to stick to them. Free up some of that decision-making ability of yours today by forming good, easy habits and tell a friend what you're going to do. It will help it stick. And if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to How to Choose and visit us at goodbetterright.com.au. And tell your friends about us. We'd love to meet them too. Sharing what we're learning is a great way to reinforce those lessons. What's your one takeaway from today's episode, Ken? Well, look, I would say it's not just a knowledge thing. You've helped me actually set up some habits. So I'm going to try and apply those. I'm going to try the push-up before I uh, drink my tea. Uh, and I'm going to try the kitchen atomic habit as well. So, yeah, tiny habits, atomic habits. Great. So be sure to tune in again next week, uh, and we'll be learning then about the quest for the right choice. Mm-hmm.